Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. For today's show, we're talking about so-so comic movies, but with great stuff in them. Thanks for listening. I love it when comic book movies are great. We all do, but they can't all be winners every time. Sometimes, even if movies just eh, sometimes there's some great stuff in there. So we're going to talk about them today. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. All right. So for clarity, this doesn't have to be a full scene. It could be a performance, a moment, a line, you know, the look of the movie, anything you enjoy from an otherwise so-so comic movie. So kick us off. So in, in, a, in a movie that's not tied to the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but mm-hmm. it is a movie that I, I, I liked at the time, but more and more as I've gone back to watch it, I only like scenes from it. And it's the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Mm. Okay. I don't, like it okay. Any, I don't like it anywhere near as much as I did when I first watched it. But the scene that always gets me, the one that I'm always like, that's the Hulk. That's a Hulk right there. Is the one where he's, he, you know, he's suddenly, <laughs> they're in San Francisco and suddenly he's in the desert. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden he's jumping and then the artillery shells start to hit him. Yes. And then he's the Hulk fighting the army. I'm like, that is like, is perfect. It's, it's right out of like, you know, I expected Thunderbolt Ross to be, to lead in the charge coming over the ridge with all these tanks. Yeah. And it's, it's a great scene because it feels very much like if you ever read, especially like old, you know, older Hulk comics, they don't really do that bit that much anymore with Hulk being chased by the army. But in those bronze age ones, definitely it was always every other month he was being chased by the army somewhat. But, um, that one for me and then if you've ever seen the behind the scenes bit because mm-hmm. ang lee is the one wearing the motion capture suit right <laughs> <laughs> so it's ang lee tearing up a, a tearing up a tank <laughs> that's funny. And making the faces why he didn't let you know um what's his name who played the hulk at that one eric banner thank you yes which, yeah. which sounds which also sounds like an alias for dr bruce banner <laughs> Yeah, Eric, right. Eric Banner. Yeah. Eric, why kind of like you have that goodwill hunting moment with Eric Banner, you know, solving yes. an equation. Like, why does that guy who's mopping our floors know all this stuff? It's like because he's secretly the Hulk. But, <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> but yeah, that's that scene to me always like reads right in a movie that like, yeah, it it sort of tunes in and out on the Hulk bit for me. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you for sure. Yeah, I don't like the movie at all. But okay. No. Ang, yeah. Ang Lee plays a good Hulk. He does. His Hulk is great. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. he plays a really good Hulk. Yeah. Why they didn't get him back from the Marvel movies, I'll never know. But he is fantastic. He, he smashes the crap out of that tank. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool to watch him do it. It's really, really yeah. fun. So, yeah. I would I would say that scene in particular, that in that movie, really cool. Yeah, like rips the tear it off and just flings it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and then and then the other thing is it's got that great GI Joe moment of nobody's hurt because he throws that tank and then the guy sort of like just crawls out of it. Of course, crawls out of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> instead yeah. of instead of oozing out of it in pieces because that's yeah, what it would have happened to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love that scene. I do think the movie's worth watching overall just to see the choices Ang Lee makes. Oh, yeah. So they don't they don't always work, but they're fascinating to see even when they don't work. Mm-hmm. Like the the split screen that he goes for to kind of simulate panels. a comic panel yep. page. Yeah. Like they're very interesting choices. And I do like seeing what he was envisioning as a comic book movie at that point in mm-hmm. time when we were just getting like the the new wave of them had just set out with X-Men and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I, I remember thinking that the split screening was really, really cool. And I loved that somebody tried it and right. was, and was, mm-hmm. and was messing with it. But at the same time, then like I was really relieved <laughs> that it didn't that, catch on. 
that that it didn't catch on because it was like that was one of those things i'm like man if if this movie was like was a monster mega mega hit for some reason right like that could have influenced everything i think down the line well it's also funny because like if you go back and look at um the credits from the like the the lou ferrigno bill bixby hulk Mm -hmm. there's a little bit of that in it like in the beginning where it's kind of like panel panel and then what you know great shot of him like ripping up the lab so it's one of the things yeah, where I, I was that. right i mean you know if you remember no, that, you're right, right. You're yeah you're saying correct so it's one of those things where i was like i wondered if he was just you know, i mean it's a cool choice i'm not saying it's not and it's one of the things where I've, i was kind of wondering i've often kind of wondered if whether or not that was where a little homage to that or whether it was just kind of like the idea like you said of just being the panel transition right but either way yeah i was glad it didn't catch on either i thought it was cool for the scene but you know Gamma dogs and everything. It's not the best Hulk movie right. ever. Yeah. Hulk poodles. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yes. then an absorbing dad at the end. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think the Wolverine solo movies are kind of rife with this too. Mm-hmm. Of having a few good moments for the first couple until you get to Logan. <laughs> which right. is which right. is solid. Yeah. yeah. So the first couple, the the Wolverine Origins and the Wolverine are kind of rife with this of like in Wolverine Origins, the opening scene is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was on like my list. The the throughout history scene mm-hmm. uh, is great, where you see him fighting mm-hmm. different battles and stuff. Like that's great. The, what stuck out the most is him and Sabretooth going through the years mm-hmm. of uh, fighting, um, ever being in every war together, side by side, just right, basically killing everybody on the battlefield. Right. I didn't have any of this on my list. Like I forgot to think about it, but but I I will um. I'll defend Taylor Kish as Gambit. Like he's kind of he's kind of perfect for it. Like he kind of looks like him. He's kind. He's it's yeah. just it's just like what drove me nuts is that they CGI'd like the cards of him shuffling them. Mm-hmm. I know and they made it like like so like he's flipping them through the air. Right. And it's oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, it yeah, like yeah. gravity doesn't exist. And I remember thinking I'm like I mean you can't just go to Vegas and. Right. Like find somebody who's like really good at this like like that would be more impressive right mm-hmm. yeah like ricky j was still around then yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah just have a hand double yeah yes. exactly you just like gambit that's all it is i do like yeah, i know you i'm not really, apologizing yeah. for i didn't it. say you were <laughs> <laughs> well no they're still pushing for what's the name to be uh gambit uh channing tatum yeah channing tatum yeah Hmm. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> place your bets. Place your bets. Yes. Nothing again. Nothing against him, but just with the whole situation. Yes. Well, right. And the buyout and everything. We'll see. We'll see what their new plan is. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. After after Wolverine Origin, then in the Wolverine, there were some things I liked in that one too, mm-hmm. and and one of them is is that we finally get the, the image I always loved in the comics that we would get in Wolverine and also Daredevil comics was the swarms of ninjas. Mm-hmm. Just like a whole swarm of ninjas on a rooftop, like shooting arrows at either Daredevil or Wolverine, depending on the story. And yeah. and this was the first time we saw that in, yeah. in a movie is there is a good fight where it's just like a horde of ninjas coming after Wolverine. Yeah. And and it was, I think, before we got any of the hand stuff in in the Daredevil shows, which was good. But... Like this is my first glimpse of it, and just seeing all of them, like it was, it was straight out of the comics. Yeah, I'm with you. That yeah, that is pretty cool. I forgot about that stuff too. That stuff yeah. looked cool, like in the snow too. Yeah, like when he's going, yeah. he's going to fight the Silver Samurai and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like the rooftops are just mm-hmm. covered in ninjas. Yeah, it's neat looking <laughs> stuff. It's like so Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, no, you're right. Hundred percent. It's it's like yeah. it's right out of that stuff. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, this is not really a comic book movie, but I think it falls in line with the genre aspect of it and who watches it. I was going to say the reveal of the double lightsaber in The Phantom Menace. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. As much <laughs> as I had to wade through to get to that scene, it was almost worth it because it was such a simple concept that literally blew my mind <laughs> just seeing it. Sure. And having Darth Maul just flex that double lightsaber like it was nothing. Okay. I mean, you can keep the pod racing. You can <laughs> you can keep the Gungan sub. Oh, yeah. No, I'm with you. I think the pod <laughs> racing stuff's overrated. I, yes. I, I will. I'll see you the double lightsaber. Okay. Uh-oh. And I'll raise you that whole fight, though. Oh, no. The whole fight's great. <laughs> but as soon as you see the double lightsaber, <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. It's just like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, head explodes. Yeah, man. With uh, with Darth Maul's uh, wooshooing around everywhere. Oh, man. Yes. That's yes. some good stuff. Oh, great stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. I, I didn't think about it till like, thinking about it. And then, and then as soon as I saw it, it's just like, you know, child me comes out. I'm like, it's cool. You know, the, the, the kid drool, because you can't keep your eyes off the scene and you get so upset when they take it off it and they show you Padme going through <laughs> God knows what. Right. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, why would, you, why would you not have me see this all the way through, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost the same thing as, you know, you, you get that cool. Again, Darth Maul is one of the best characters that they just wasted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I know in supplemental stuff, obviously, we get him back and spoiler, but we get him back. But still, the fact that he's in that and he's great in that. And then, you know, they didn't have him be the main menace for the next two or three movies was just ridiculous. I just remember, like, yeah. I remember the build up for it. There was the. um there was just like the toys and just the image of him. And you're like, you, you know, you want to know what the deal was and why he's there. And yeah. Yeah. But I remember that the, the lightsaber was in the trailer though. Right. I think so. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Was it? yeah. Cause I, I thought, I thought I saw it on TV or something like that before the movie came out. No, it may have been, but still the reveal yeah. is awesome. Yeah. It's a Cause great- there was definitely like, yeah. I mean like Frank's right. I mean, there was definitely before the movie came out, like what's up with this guy with the double lightsaber. And he looks like the devil and yeah, like, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. He looked, he looked, you know, he looked the part of being the menacing bad guy that's easily dispatched within the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. No, I loved it. Our, yeah. our engineer just looked it up. He says the dual lightsaber is in fact in the trailer. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. Still a good awesome. one. Still a good one. Yeah, but that's crazy. That even when you you see it coming, it's still the best scene in the movie, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it's a, I mean it's a great climax. It's a really good you know for the movie to get to that point of like all the other you know trade embargoes and you know yeah. fake fake <laughs> fake fake Padme's and you know you look like an angel and all that jazz. Yeah, and, right. You know to get to that point is it's worth it. It's definitely a good payoff. Yeah, I like Watto too. <laughs> I thought he was a cool design. <laughs> they should have made him a puppet. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that could have been cool. Yes, <laughs> Some, somebody, somebody with a green screen leotard walking around on set with like, yeah. <laughs> with like, with like the yeah. Lotto puppet, like, like on their stomach. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Frank Oz could have done it. I'm sure Frank Oz would have done it. They would have gotten him yeah. to do it. That would have been okay. 
This is a weird tangent. Yes. All right, Frank, you got one? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, okay. Let me think. What was, what was, what was, Unless someone else has one from Star Wars. I didn't get anybody got any more from Star Wars. Let's get it in here. I would say I didn't consider. I mean, not that there's, not that there's anything wrong with it. I just didn't consider Star Wars. When we were talking about this. I thought more like superhero stuff, but it, it, it works. Yeah, uh, you me know. too. I'll, you know, of course, let, let it be. Um, I was thinking of one from the first Fantastic Four movie. Okay. Like I know okay. it's I know it's kind of you know it's one of those things where it's a it's a the movie itself is a mixed bag. I think we've talked about it here and there. Maybe maybe the idea that you know it's weird that they team up Doom and have, you know, we have to shoehorn Doom. Maybe it was a conversation we had off off air. But right, I, one of my favorite scenes in it is when it's after they've gotten their powers, and Ben is is got the the ring for his girlfriend. Yeah, the one that he was gonna he was gonna propose with, and then she rejects him out of hand because he's you know become this you know. He's become this monstrous looking thing. No, no pun intended. Mm. Um, and then he drops the ring or she drops the ring and he, because the dad, you know, basically just to drive it home, how bad things have gotten for him and how, you know, how of all of them, he's got the short end of the stick because of the way his hands are. He can't pick up the ring even to, yeah. add, to basically add insult to injury. And I thought it was a nice moment of, you know, like, you know, you're, there's always those scenes of Ben, you know, you feel you're supposed to empathize with Ben because he's so, human but at the same time he doesn't look human anymore yeah and i thought for a movie that sort of gets some of it right i thought they got that really really right yeah yeah uh i'm stunned because this this was on my my list too <laughs> really? and i i thought for sure i thought for sure that i was like nobody's gonna do fantastic oh, I, for i love that one. I thought, <laughs> no i yeah. love it no i i love i love the bit too though that um that reed picks it up for him yeah yeah, and it puts it in his hand. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a really good bit in there. Mm-hmm. It's a really, there's a couple of good bits in that in that movie, I would say. But yeah, that one's my favorite from that one. Yeah, that's a great one. I have one from the second one though. Okay, and that's the moment where it's the bar scene with Johnny and 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 Ben mm-hmm. in there. It's after like like uh, Johnny's powers are starting to kind of go haywire and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just a nice scene with the two of them, because, I mean, their relationship, especially in that in those movies is so is so much like Johnny. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like I was going to say, I mean, that's the thing about the second is the second one that has the extended like gag bit between the two of them. Where Johnny's pranking him the whole time, or is that the first one? I can't remember. I mean, I I feel like it's both of them, right? Like (laughs) could be. I mean, it would make sense, but it's one of those things where that was one thing I thought. Again. Well, yeah, I mean, it's nice that in that moment he's not pranking him or whatever. It's just like it's just it's it's a slower scene, mm-hmm. you know. Right. It's 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 the Kevin McAllister and the old man in the church scene in this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, of course, of course it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just it's it's good. Like, you know, I like it. It's nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> they do. You know, they do a very good job in that in that particular that particular relationship for whatever reason. They do a really good job with maybe just the chemistry of the two actors. I don't even know. Could be. Yeah. Chris Evans, always delightful. <laughs> He's very good. <laughs> yeah. Any more for Fantastic Four? <laughs> Curious? <laughs> yeah. Or from any other Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> I don't think from any other ones, no. I've not seen the other versions. I've not seen the mm. Corman or the... No. More recent 2015 one. Yeah, I've seen the Corman one a million years ago, and then I, I, in chunks, I sat through the other Fantastic Four movie. But no, there's nothing from that one. 
<laughs> right. Okay. No. There are good actors in yes. the 2015 one. That's yeah. all yes. I know. There's I've not seen the movie, but those actors are good in other there's stuff. There's talent right. there. It's just, it doesn't <laughs> translate for the, the script. Yeah. Wow. I can't, be- I can't believe we both had that scene on here. Though. Yeah. It's a great wow. one. <laughs> I have an MCU one uh, that admittedly, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of turning the corner on this movie a little bit, but I, I, I really don't like Iron Man three that much. <gasps> I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> but like watching it again, like on FX and stuff like that, like there there are bits of it that that I like more, mm-hmm. like you know as as the time went on. But that bit though, where where Tony's got like just the glove and the boot, okay, <laughs> right, and he and he's like and he's like infiltrating like like the terrorist um, spot, you know, their hideout, and like he's just fighting them off with like with like that that boot, and he's got like the staple gun or whatever, right? <laughs> like everything else he's built, I think that stuff right. is really cool. It's not a bad yeah. scene. Like it feels like Tony Rambo a little bit, but you know, well, it just it also feels like you know that that Robert Downey Jr. was a little tired of the idea of having to wear the Iron Man armor <laughs> and wanted right. to be able to show his, his pretty face and not have to worry about wearing the Iron Man armor for that scene or yeah. that movie. So. But yeah, I like that scene. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's 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 fun. You know, it's it's yeah. goofy. It's a little it's a little Disney esque for like a Disney. Think so? I think it's very Disney esque for like a Disney like a Disney era like super uh, superhero like um like a Condor Man type moment. Like okay. me, that makes that makes me just think of like oh you know you don't have you don't have time to put on the armor. It's kind of goofy, but you're still fighting off bad guys with just a glove and a boot. That's all it needs. I know. <laughs> I like some of the other bits to it too. Like I like um like him like carrying the suit like in the snow and stuff. Like I mm-hmm. kind of like 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 the imagery of that. Like oh, him, sure. him pulling the suit behind him and sitting right. next to it on the couch and stuff like that when he finds like the kids like uh like the barn or whatever. Yes. That he's sitting in it. P- and like the PTS the PTSD aspect of it from like after Avengers, like I thought was like really cool. It's one of my favorite bits about the movie. Oh no, I do too. Like is we, Tony's we, freaked out about it. No, we've talked about it. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, but I think we talked about it before and, and you know, we just talk about stuff. I you know, I think that was one of the things about that that I always found interesting was the idea that they didn't do more with Tony's PTSD. But it's one of the things where it's a through line between, you know, after Avengers through Iron Man 2 and Age of Ultron. I think it's part of the reason why Scarlet Witch is able to do what she does so well in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I just think it's one of those things where it's it's not, you know, I mean it's it, it's it's supposed to be subtle, but at the same time, it's not really talked about a lot. I don't think. Right. It's a good motivation for Ultron. Yeah. I think, for, oh, absolutely. For why, yeah, why, makes, why he goes about what he does. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot more sense as opposed to just, you know, oh, Tony's an arrogant dick and doesn't talk to anybody about anything. Right. It's just, no, yeah. he's, you know, it's the fact that he's, you know, he's had that moment of seeing, he was, he was up in space and saw what was out there and then fell back to earth. <laughs> and then on top of that, he gets to see the possible future, you know, of Endgame. So it's one of those things yeah. where, yeah, I, it makes a lot more sense why he creates Ultron. But I mean, I was I was thinking of one about um, in Iron Man two, and I think we definitely have talked about before is the the whiplash scene on the on the the racetrack. Oh yeah, the Monaco. Yeah, because I'm I mean, I mean everyone yeah. universe is kind of like Iron Man two, and I like I like bits of Iron Man two. I think it's a, it's an okay yeah. movie, but I also think it's one of those they had an idea and didn't you know. I don't, it's one of those they try to elevate an idea that didn't need to be elevated with Whiplash, trying to give him more motivation than he deserves. Right. But the scene where he just walks on the track <laughs> is pretty cool. I think. Yeah, I like I like that bit too. Yeah, I think the, they're, they're they're both kind of movies that are that kind of are a little all over the place. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> in some spots. But yeah, I love the Monaco, uh, the Monaco bit in there. You get the cool like uh, the briefcase nod, right? To it, like right. like the classic Iron Man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that armor gets messed up though yes, in that does. fight. <laughs> yes, it does. But yeah, I like that. I think that whole scene is it, you know it established if they had gone with that and not had to do all the back stuff with when a whiplash and you know Tony's dad and his dad and all that. I think it would have been much better if he was kind of just a thug that didn't like Tony Stark, mm-hmm. you know, or found a better angle. I think it might've worked better, but I like the whole, I like the, I like the, the, the balls it would take to do that, <laughs> to right. walk out of the yeah. track. And then, you know, as, as, as those Grand Prix cars are zipping by you, <laughs> you know, so I, I like yeah. that scene in a movie that's, that generally is, it's okay. Yeah. And we have to shout out uh, Sam Rockwell's dancing in it. Always a highlight of any yeah. of any movie it happens in, and we will yeah. celebrate it every time. Yeah, I thought I thought that was gonna what you'd be going for as a song, right? Yeah, Justin Hammer dancing on the stage. Right? Yeah, man. But no, I forgot to mention with the with the X Men stuff that Clifton mentioned earlier in X Men Two United or X Two United, mm-hmm. uh-huh. the Nightcrawler scene. But is that a bad movie? Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love X Men Two. Yeah, I don't think X Men Two is, is regarded as being bad. Okay, yeah. well, okay. I mean, I love the Nightcrawler. But you're right. The Nightcrawler scene's awesome. It is it? absolutely. Yeah. It is. You're right. You know, you're yeah. right. It's not. Yeah, you know what? I reserve that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Do no, you no, have no. anything from X Men Three? Right. Or oh, Apocalypse, no, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it may have the greatest scene in it. I have something from Dark Phoenix that I really loved. I do as well. Ooh, tell okay, me. yeah. That from, from Dark Phoenix, the, the the scene that that made it for me that I was glad I watched. It, otherwise, I was kind of like, "This is a mess." Was um, was the Dazzler scene? Yep, that's on my yeah. list. <laughs> I knew it. Was, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was, I knew it was going to be on yours, Clifton. I knew for sure. Yep. But yeah, that Dazzler scene is really like for for the payoff of waiting for so long to get that character in anything really outside of comics. It's cool. I okay. thought they yeah. I thought they did a really good job of her, you know, of the performance and then her, you know, looking like she would, like she looks like she does stepping on the seventies book. Right. Okay. Yeah. And she's, do you remember who she's played by? Uh, Halston Sage. Yeah. From, from, if you've seen the Orville, she's from, she's from that. But yeah, she was great. It was a great scene. I like that one a whole lot. The rest of the movie, like I said, you know, it's not much. I can't. I like the Morrison costumes, even though. Yeah, right. like it. It didn't happen in the nineties. Like, right. no, it did not. <laughs> but no, what I like not. is is the Morrison costumes were kind of like like a reaction to to the original two thousand movie. Mm-hmm. And now it's now like the movies are aping the comic that was aped from the movie. It's right. this weird like snake eating its own tail. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like what I really liked about the Dazzler scene because the setup of it is is that they're just partying in the woods, right, and using their powers. Like she's lighting up the woods and singing using her powers is is just part of this, you know, rave in the woods <laughs> and they're just messing around. And like in the comics, in the X-Men comics, I always loved the moments with like mutant ball mm-hmm. when they'd be playing, yeah. you know, whatever sport they were playing at the time, baseball or basketball and using mm-hmm. their powers because like it was a school that was supposed to be normalizing their abilities, like right. normalizing them being mutants. And that's what kids with powers would do would just be like, how do we screw around with this? Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was just kids in the woods partying and using their powers, I thought was a perfect, like, you know, modern take on that. Yeah, no, I like that scene a lot. Yeah. I can't think of a single thing from Apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Not one. Not one. Um, (laughs) hmm. Punk Storm. 
That's cool. Yeah, punk store's part of the beat. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a cool, yeah, always a cool the, visual yeah, costume. <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah. a cool visual. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, no, it's it's not it's not very good, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying to think the Quicksilver scene. They go back to the whale on that one, and that one they could have just yeah. been like they should have just left it from the first from the the first one. And yeah, nah, it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else named something. <laughs> okay here's what here's a stretch okay okay i'm not sure if you have anybody had this on your list but i can again it's a tangent from the superhero genre it's the baseball playing scene in twilight <laughs> i'm sorry what, I, I, what? <laughs> when they're playing baseball no i get with that using yeah. vampire powers oh okay yeah. in the thunderstorm it's- Yes. Oh my! Yeah. You, you both. I've know seen this. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've seen it, and yeah. that's and that's the only thing I was like, yeah, that's an interesting concept. That's not bad. Everything <laughs> else, no. Well, okay. I'm, why do you like it so much? I'm curious. It was, just, it was. I mean, I wouldn't dream up to use vampires playing baseball. It's right. Just, it's just. It's just how to even write that into a movie. You know, yeah. it's with it, it. Just it was. It was like. <laughs> Somebody just messing with you, you know. It's just how we have time to kill. Hey, they're gonna play baseball using their powers. What cracks me up is that they all like they're all wearing the same jersey. Yes, like they yeah, all like, changed they, for it. Yeah, yeah, they made an official thing. Yeah. But to me, it never made sense. Is why would someone go down there because they think they're cracking baseballs that loud? It just, yeah. I was like, I wouldn't care. I was just people Frank playing fireworks. I'm, I'm guessing you haven't seen it. No, nope. no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> YouTube, YouTube. It's it's it's. So it's, the set the setup it the setup is is that is that it it's, it's starting to thunderstorm. Yes, and and the whole family gets like super like oh like like, like it's Christmas morning like oh yes. Go, yes yes it's thunderstorm and then they all run out to the field yes right because of the thunder uh they can play baseball like uninhibited right because of their mm-hmm. powers because when they hit the ball it's so loud that people will think it's just the thunder. Yes, it's in the air. That seems like they're going a long way to get vampires to play baseball. <laughs> but it's them flexing their powers. That's all it yep. is. Oh, I get That's it. All it is. I understand. I'm just saying. It just seems like a long way to write that scene of like, no, no, we have to pretend that us cracking the baseball so loud is. It's like you know, uh, okay, sure. <laughs> I didn't justify the scene. I just thought it was cool. Okay. Yeah. All in right. fact, to me, I thought that and was the all, coolest part of the movie. And they're all in like the Babe Ruth, like like baseball yes. jerseys, like yes. old school, <laughs> old school, old school, school. Ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never, never seen it. I mean, I know of it. Obviously, I know it's a huge thing, but I just no, never seen it. Oh, Tommy, that made my night. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. Did anyone, yeah. Did anyone else have that on their list? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'll be shocked if any. No, had it, that on it, there. it just eked out of mine. Ah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that thing. Yeah, that scene is like, what? What am I watching? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm shocked that Frank was so appalled by my decision to put Twilight on the. Uh, it's just not a superhero movie. <laughs> One well, and they, two, well, and two. I, I up till this point, I never knew that you'd actually seen it. Well, the first one, yeah. If I said like oh, the third of course, or fifth one, then you can... say like, oh yeah, of course. Like that's the, again something I would assume that you saw. Again, I'm a Buffy fan and an Angel fan. So when they drop a vampire movie, of course. A sparkly vampire movie, you had to see it? Again, this wasn't <laughs> until after I saw it. <laughs> so in my defense, uh-huh. I didn't know what I was going to go see. Ah, okay. Got you. 
You were you were tricked. But, oh, definitely. I, I jumped ship after that first movie. Wow. I was You're I was tricked. an avid Twilight. You know, no, I don't know because I didn't know that you saw it. Well, it's not like I talked to you in, in earnest about this wonderful movie I saw. That's the whole point. And let me tell you, there's this baseball scene. <laughs> yeah, wait, so, when you see it, it so laugh. makes the movie worth it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, see? No, no, no. Let them see the scene. And they're like, I get it. That's all. Okay. I just wanted to see the scene. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, you scoff at my sensibilities. (laughs) Again, I'm just, I think I'm just stunned. It's shock. It's more than anything else. I need a warm blanket. Oh, no. This this is the first movie. (laughs) I'm allowed that. Sure. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I got, uh, so, uh, okay, I'll bring up Spider-Man 3 here. Uh, <laughs> go for it. And, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to say it's the emo scene. You're, so you're going to say the emo scene you love, right? Yes. That's no, that's not the, that's not the one I'm bringing up. No, no, no. Uh, I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up in the beginning when, when Peter's on the, on the motor motorcycle and Harry jumps him and it's the, and it's Harry as the goblin fighting Peter, like in plain clothes and they're fighting like in the sky. I mean, it's a it, really, really cool fight scene. I really like it. The scene, you mean like the scene where Harry gets brain damage? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Okay. That's, that's the one. All right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I just think it's staged like like really, really cool. I mean, you know, there's there there's a bit at the start of it where I'm like, um, you know, I, I wish that they had like Peter turn his head or something, something to be like his <laughs> spider sense kicked in and it just it was just too late to do anything about it. Right. But no, I think like there's cool bit like he's he's throwing Peter through like windows like like there's a corner of a building and he goes like into the building and then out the other side. Right. It looks awesome. And then there's the bit where he's trying to catch like the engagement ring because it fell out of his pocket. Yes. And like, yeah, he's like kicking the crap out of him in the air. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. I have something from that movie. Okay. (laughs) So. I will defend the dancing scenes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I mean, Go I, right ahead. I, I know it's supposed to be, you know, it's, it's Peter being, you know, weird and cringy. And, and it's one of those things where universally there's a million memes for it. But I still maintain that Peter Parker is, is the, and he's a nerd, right? He's a nerd. Always mm-hmm. has been, always will be. Has no idea what being cool is. Has no idea what, what, what it's like to be a cool person, quote unquote. <laughs> Peter's not comfortable with himself. He's totally insecure. The only time he's secure is when he's Spider-Man. Mm. So it's one of those things where, to me, those scenes make perfect sense because that's what a nerd would think a cool person would do. Right. I mean, that's one of the things yeah. where it's so, over, it's so over the top and so overcompensating that I'm like, no, obviously it comes off that way because he has no clue. Right. Yeah. No, but I, I defend that if he felt like a nerd at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. I know what he is. But in those films, for some reason, after the first one, I never get the feeling that he's nerdy again. Just whiny. I mean, I can see that. Sure. Yeah. Which, which to me, it just didn't, it wasn't my, it, well, that's a whole nother thing. I, th- I think there's a little bit. Of, yeah. No, I mean, I see what you're saying, Tommy, but I, 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 I half agree and I half disagree, too, with that. Because there is a bit where, like, he goes to see MJ's play mm-hmm. and he's talking about, like, the acoustics in the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, or something that. like that, I, I, I which which that. I like also, and I remember when it came out, like I was explaining to a friend of mine, like <laughs> like why that scene sets up how he defeats Venom. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, it, you know, 
he has like an understanding of this right of <laughs> you know of the sound and the physics of it and everything and that's why he like he puts the pipes around it you know it was just weird movie but yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no it, when explained that way i get the the nerd but it's just i thought always thought that peter was an exceptional nerd yeah he was more into the science <laughs> stuff that they didn't portray as much that's why i kind of brushed it off as the creepy guy thinking he can dance right yeah i'll, that's I'll say this like like i i i i mean i'm with you like that's what he thinks cool would be right mm-hmm. um and 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 I'll I'll be very honest. Like like I I love that this scene exists. Sure. Like I love that it happened, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And that we just have it for like you said, like an endless number of jokes and memes and stuff like that that we could do. Mm-hmm. But what surprises me about it is that it is that they did it. Yeah, right. It's like for all the talk of 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 like what we know the alien costume to to be. Mm-hmm. And like and all the producers like talking in interviews before that were like, oh, by the end of this movie, we're going to want him to take the suit off. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, I was like, oh, man, like we're going to really see Peter be evil. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, you know, <laughs> not such a big deal. And he's telling the and he's telling the neighbor girl. Remember, he's, he's like, go get me some milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's just a dirtbag. He's not really. Yeah. A, uh, yeah. Evil. Oh, Spider-Man three. Okay, I don't. What do you guys think of Constantine? It's a movie. Okay, I've never seen it. <laughs> okay, well, there's one scene in there that I like in particular is when the devil shows up at the end. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like the scene. The whole thing of where he's having the discussion with the devil, right? And he tries to drag him at the end, and it becomes so heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just, I, I don't know. It just, it, it felt right. The whole thing with Gabriel and that whole bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. The androgynous look of the alien. I mean, I say alien, angel. Mm-hmm. How the devil is it is swarmy, like dirty but clean in a way. Okay. Mm. Or slick or greasy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I would see that movie and go straight to the ending, and that's all I'd watch. Everything else, yeah. Gotcha. No, I mean, I, I, I vaguely remember it. I've not seen it since it was in theaters. So, okay. So then, it's not something you like. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm, that much. I, just, I remember I like the the devil in it, and I like the the picture of the angel, if I remember correctly, in it. But that's about it. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, that's good. I like that. But yeah, it I had young Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Yes. So there's that. But nah, I like the I love the ending of that movie. It's just, it's creepy, weird, and the tar that when the devil comes out, what's attached. It's just, I don't know. It's just the imagery of it all. It's just, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is like, eh, I guess it's a terrible world to be in, but whatever. <laughs> I'll skip it then. <laughs> <laughs> just watch that scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just watch that scene. What about, what about Suicide Squad? Anybody got anything from that? Because I do. Okay, go ahead. So I really like, um, I guess it's a spoiler because it's at the end, but I really like the bit with um, Deadshot helping his daughter with her math homework. Mm-hmm. I just think it's such a, a like, it's, it's, a, it's a dense character scene. Right. And it's such a simple, small bit, but he's helping his daughter, like, like w- with geometry, mm-hmm. essentially, right? So it's this nice, um, 
moment there's somebody in his life he cares for right you know he talks about her throughout the movie and everything and it's like the one it's the only thing that he cares for in his life so it's a nice sweet moment but the way he's helping her with her homework is he's explaining it through like the trajectory of bullets and ballistics yep. and stuff like that and so i love that there's like this irreverence to it we're like it's it's unapologetically him mm-hmm. but he's not ashamed of what he is or what he does and this is it and this is his way of of sort of of explaining it to her right which she gets. Oh yeah. You know, and she seems to be okay with it. So it's, it's like, it's like she knows what he is. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a great bit. I'll defend Will Smith as Deadshot. I will. <laughs> Very good. It sounds like you will. I like, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. He's the one thing I wish, I wish we were getting in, in the James Gunn one. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole nother disagreement. I, 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 I thought he could be something else as opposed to Deadshot. Yeah, I'm 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 glad we're not. I feel like he would over, I <laughs> yeah, feel I, I feel I mean I he was fine as Deadshot. I just feel he would like over overshadow whatever they're trying to do in that one. Right. That's my only thing. No, you're not wrong about that, I think. You know, I think it, it becomes be, like a Will Smith movie. Yes, exactly. I think this just is, from him being in it. But yeah, I just you and know I, you know, I think that's you know, part of the problem with the that that whole thing is the idea that, you know, as much as I like Margot Robbie as as Harley Quinn, I think trying to shoehorn into into a covert team has never mm-hmm. worked for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to you know when that's that's the face of your covert team is is a is you know a character that I'm sure is splashed all over the pages of Gotham City's newspapers and TV all right. the time. It's kind of hard to be like, yeah, it's just part of a covert ops team that that does stuff for the government. I just think for 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 Will Smith, I think there are things that come off as Will Smithy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that also to me that but but to me also read very much like nope that's Deadshot having a dead wish. Oh yeah, right. Oh no, like, no, like yeah. like like peeling that back. Like what that what that scene is is Deadshot being you know mm-hmm. like like when he's in, was in Rick Flag's face and he's sort of like well, shoot me then yeah you know oh, yeah. it is such like a Will Smith delivery but it is also like that's a hundred percent what Deadshot would would say and it would be like that like right. just sort of like uh, I'm going this way do something. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, people bag on you know people bag on that movie all the time, but I, I still say of the, of all that early slate of of DC you know movie stuff, you, at least the characters act like the characters, right? You know, yeah. But but no, but I see what you're saying as far as how he's defiant, but the, that's the whole point of the bomb in his head. Mm-hmm. You can't be that defiant to the point you're gonna shoot me. Right. You know, I mean, it's the whole nature of the control over him. Like yeah. it just ex- as great as you feel about Will Smith being in that role. For them to do their own thing is not a possibility. Yeah. It's that air of she don't care about you one way or the other. Right. But I think it's set up well in that movie because at that point, Flag needs them. I mean, they like, need Flag's them not getting out of there without them. No, I mean, they need them overall. I'm not escaping that at all. But yeah. But it's just the defiant nature of what he's saying, because really, they see that there's a group of people you think that should be dead by all mm-hmm. means. So giving them a reason is well past the point. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all. But it did make me think about another DC movie, though. Uh-oh. Uh, Superman Returns, the bullet scene. Yeah. Oh, I liked, OK. Yeah. I liked it when um when they showed um Superman. When they remember, I think it was the bank robber scene. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, in which they shoot the gun at him, and they they follow the gun, and it like 
bounces off his eyeball. Yeah. Right. It's like a Gatling yeah. gun or something, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah cool it's just idea. a nice moment of, you know, it's, un- it's underscored how, you know, how truly powerful he is. Yeah. I think, I mean, yeah. also, I also like in that movie, I enjoy the, the scene with, um, him, the plane. I think the plane scene is really good in that too. No, the plane scene mm. is really good. I forgot about the plane scene. Yeah, I think the plane scene does. That's one of the best things about that movie is they get that, you know, him doing, him doing that, you know, and that when it's when, like, isn't that the, the scene where it starts to crumple at the very beginning? It's at the head of the, yeah. the end of the plane. Mm, yeah. It's a nice bit too of like, oh, you know, you'd have to think this out a little more about how you're going to stop. It. You can't just stop it, you know, in its tracks. Otherwise, you yeah. tear you tear right through the plane. So, yeah. I have yeah. a really stupid one from that movie. Okay. I don't know if it's stu- like it's yeah, really tiny. It's it's a shot. It's in there for a second. Okay. Okay. But it's like you're down on the street with like people and Superman flies overhead. Mm-hmm. And and what I like is that is that the there's no like whoosh like sound effect. It's mm-hmm. just like it's just like the, the cape like flapping in the wind. You just hear like <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. That's neat. Like it, it was just one of those things. I'm like, I've never seen it that way before. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't believe they gave Lex toupees though. Yeah. Like that in the dancing <laughs> Peter scene. Like that's one of the. I'm like, I can't believe that decision. Like made it past people. Yeah. Well, that was the throwback to Hackman. They were trying to yeah. be the the Richard Donner Hackman Superman one. Yeah. Where he it's had dumb. The, the room full of wigs. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's dumb. No, it is. <laughs> they were just trying to make a throwback. Dumb throwback. I feel like they always want to do it at this point. It, it's it's always the go-to of Lex in the cinema. Yeah. Where he has to have his... Well, he has a, what, a pride thing. He doesn't want to be seen with a bald head. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my thing about it. We've talked about it a hundred times, just, you know, not on not on the show. It's like, you know, the the character and the property and the books had evolved so much from Christopher Reeve, and yet it was still like, you know, who's great? I love Christopher Reeve Superman, but yeah. it's still like... We're still beholden like, to it. Like we're 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 still gonna like we're going back to this yeah. again. Like, yeah, you know, yep, gotta. Yeah, if we're talking, but if we're talking like the Christopher Reeve movies, I was looking, you know, thinking back on some of those. I <laughs> I still like the the evil Superman scene in Superman three. Mm-hmm. I like the bar scene of him, you know, melting the, the peanuts. Yeah, shooting the peanuts into the into the <laughs> bottles. <laughs> and then, you know, and then the bit of like him melting the, the mirror, I like all that stuff. And then I like the fight in the junker. And I think it's a cool fight because it's one of those things where you see, you know, it's one of those because it, it Christopher Reeve isn't really known for being like, especially in those movies, isn't known for playing like menacing characters, wasn't known for playing menacing characters, but he looks kind of, you know, he looks for being like a, a, a down on his luck kind of evil Superman. He pulls it off when they're having the fight between him and Clark Kent. And then the, the nice bit at the end where he's basically come back to in, into his own after after getting the kryptonite that's made with tar, <laughs> you know, that, that Gus, uh, uh, Richard Pryor has made that whole fight. I like that fight. And then, like I said, the end of it to, for him to, to reclaim it and be Superman again, I think is a nice bit at a movie that really is just, you know, for a movie that was supposed to be about Brainiac that isn't about Brainiac is not a yeah, very good no. movie. Yeah. I like, I like how he portrays schlubby, um, Clark. Like yeah. he's, he's messy. I mean, you know, he, he's not as, you know, knowledge but was power it's almost like he's struggling more than he should be yeah no it's a nice no i agree with him you almost feel like it's two different characters that he's playing yeah and he does he does a really good job of pulling it off that's my thing is mm-hmm. like you know for being because a lot of times when you have those you know evil twin moments or evil you know i'm um, split personality or whatever moments it's not a good 
one one shines through and i think he does a good job playing them both i forgot about that i always thought it was weird that they needed uh richard Pryor to sell a superman movie yeah well he was <laughs> richard was big at that point yeah <laughs> that's that's crazy thing is bigger than superman i mean it's, that's a weird demographic to to, to want kids right. kids are clamoring for more richard Pryor than movies you know <laughs> well yeah well, you know, so it definitely wasn't kids that were listening to his his album. So no, no, not, <laughs> not <at all. laughs> no. So yeah, they didn't have the confidence to cast him as a major villain. Like he could have been right. Toy Man or something. It would have been great. <laughs> well, yeah. he would right been after a, right after the toy. So after perfect. the toy, right? Yeah, exactly. Can I bring up a Batman movie? Of course. <laughs> yes, there's one. I think is so so. Oh, well, I'm waiting to hear which one it is. This is the shock of the year. Go ahead. Okay. So it's 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 all over the place. And weirdly, like I got a lot of bits from this movie. But, okay. Um which one? Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Oh. oh. Okay. So um I'm gonna go with really like I'm just gonna say Bane, because I like Bane <laughs> in it a lot. <laughs> okay. As a character, um, you not like just it? not just the voice doing impersonations. Yeah. I love the voice. I love okay. it. <laughs> it. What cracks me up now is watching Tom Hardy movies now, and is every once in a while his voice kind of banes up a little no. bit. Like, like I remember <laughs> thinking that in Mad Max in the beginning. I'm like, ah, oh, it kind of sounds a little like Bane in that bit. Mm. That no, I agree there. with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but the the scene where where he he kicks the crap out of Batman. Mm-hmm. I love this scene. And what I think is really cool is that like it's it's so well directed and this is and this is a scene where like it's a fight scene where the choreography doesn't doesn't pull me in at all and it's really more just like staging and and just like the craft of it all mm-hmm. and there's no music in it which I think is cool because it makes Batman feel vulnerable because he's usually fighting with a an the orchestra score. backing him up <laughs> with a score yeah <laughs> okay, right okay. which is neat I love that like like Bane's footsteps sound so heavy and it makes him sound so powerful. Right. And Batman like punches the crap out of Bane mm-hmm. and he just keeps coming and there. And like, and, and his body language is almost like he's letting him get his shots in almost like he's just taking them, just eating these. And then Bane drops him with one punch. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then, so like, so that Bruce like resorts to gadgets and then this is where like we get like there's so many cool lines in this bit too. We're like so he starts throwing the gadgets at him and then and then Bane's like theatricality and, de- and deception, powerful tools to the uninitiated, which mm-hmm. is a nice callback to Batman Begins, right? Right. But then he's like, but we are initiated, aren't we, Bruce? Right. And so mm-hmm. I love that it's sort of like ah, oh, like uh, like I'm you, mm-hmm. I'm the bad you, <laughs> right? right? Right. You know. And then there's another great line. So like he he shuts the lights off. Right. And then so I'm, I'm going to try. I'm not going to do the voice, but but he says, but he you says, help do ah, you think darkness is your ally, but you merely adopted it. I was born in it, molded right. by it. I didn't see the light until I was merely until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing more to me than blinding. And then he just catches Batman who's trying to sneak up on him and just starts punching the crap out of him again. I, I think you should say the quote again, but in the voice, because I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I got to be immersed in the scene, sir. <laughs> I got, I got, I got to muzzle my, 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 my face here. Hang okay. on. Yes, you do. No, you do. Ah, I think you do a great rendition. You think darkness is your ally, but you merely adopted it. I was born in it, molded by it. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I remember that scene. Yes. Great. Yeah, yes. Great good stuff. Bit. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, again, it's things I like about it. I just wish they had gone a little more, I don't know, traditional with pain as opposed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all. It's it a weird movie. It is. It's very, there's some odd choices in it. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Great. I mean, so many good lines in it, though. Mm-hmm. You know, then we will destroy Gotham when it is done and Gotham is ashes. Then you have my permission to die. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. Oh, no, not, I agree. I'm not saying, that, you know, again, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying he doesn't say some cool stuff. It's just kind of, you know, it's it's a little, it's a, like I said, there's some weird choices in it. Yeah. And Hathaway, awesome. But the, I remember one, it was like after I saw it, maybe like, like a week or two after it, I, I was like, I, I woke up in the middle of the night. I'm like, did they make people like, did they sense them to walk on ice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what, what was that? Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> that's how, yeah, that's how they sentenced them to death. Walk on some ice. Yeah. So my favorite Dark Knight Rises moment comes not from the movie, but from someone talking about it after the movie. <laughs> okay. okay. But it, like this will, this will hold up. It is uh, a friend of mine named Julianne told me she saw it with her fiance right. and in the movie while they're watching it, there's the scene where there's the nuclear bomb and they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to dispose of the nuclear bomb. Right. And she said like in that scene, she just turned to her fiance and said, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. I was like, Oh man, that is too perfect. And then yes. I was like, is that what they were doing? Like right. is that what the scene was supposed to be? That's awesome. <laughs> some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, no, no. For some reason it called me back to the old, uh, the campy Batman. Right. That's in the movie. Yeah. Like that's when he's running around on the docks holding a bomb, holding trying to bomb. throw it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And then like <laughs> yeah. sees the marching band. Like yeah. that was, this was the big budget Hollywood version of that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's fun. That's good stuff. Pittsburgh Steelers got booed in my showing of it. It was weird. <laughs> what? It was so weird. <laughs> even what? though, even though most of them like, died. <laughs> like, like when that scene happened and like, like, that guy turns around and everybody like the whole theater just like boom. Like, <laughs> like, I did not expect that. Right. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was Heinz Ward, right? Is that who it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should have expected it. Wow. Right. That's funny. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about Batman and Robin, Batman Forever. I love those movies, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so whatever. They're not so so to me. Okay, that's fine because I don't have a good scene to bring about from that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm racking my brain to think of a good scene from Green Lantern. Just say Taika Waititi. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there it is. There you just named. He was he was the co-star as the like geeky best friend. Yeah, yeah. I don't know his character's name. I've only seen the film once, but right. (laughs) I was thinking about the guy who plays Sinestro. Oh, Mark Strong? Yeah. yeah. Who was yeah. Savannah, right? In Shazam? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Merlin in um, Knights or Kingsman. Yes, he's very good in that. Mm-hmm. So I was, I found one in, uh, and we've talked about it before, the one really, the one really good part of Justice League. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And it was one of the, one of those, you know, we talked about it before, it's the scene where, spoilers, uh, Superman comes back to life. 
and <laughs> and the, the Justice League are fighting him, you know, and you've only got a, a you know a, a, an Atlantean who may be tied to magic or a creature of myth, but they're having trouble with Superman for some reason. Yeah, um, right. you know, because magic still affects Superman, I think. Anyhow, they're fighting and, and, you know, they're trying to hold him back and the Flash runs up at super speed thinking, ah, I'm going to be so fast that Superman can't, you know, won't be able to touch or catch me. And Superman has that look in, in, in you know, in, in super speed and matches the Flash and knows that he's there. That's like the best scene in it for me. Yeah. Yeah. When Superman's moving mm-hmm. at, at regular speed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Love that one. Yeah, it's a nice bit. It's a great bit. I wish that I wish that had much thought had been put into the rest of the movie that's put in that scene. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that really works. But other than yeah. that, nah, not so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure. Oh, you might get four hours of it. <laughs> I like uh, <laughs> of that one scene. Yeah. I like Jeremy Irons' wardrobe in Dawn of Justice. Oh, that's okay. about it for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got yeah. nice suits. Does, uh, it, does he have a good watch? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got one from a, from a superhero adjacent, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. G.I. Joe rise of Cobra. Mm-hmm. It's the scene where uh snake eyes fight storm shadow, but it's the one where they're the, they're little kids. Yes. Yeah. Children fighting each other <laughs> in the kitchen. It's a great scene. Yeah. Great scene. And like storm shadow comes at him with like a cleaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's not messing around. Yeah, they're no. just grabbing whatever they can get in that kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that fight is awesome. It's a great fight. I agree. Yeah, it's a great scene of two kids just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> yes, it's, it's the best fight in the movie. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yes, absolutely, it is. Like you know, we 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 were just gushing about like Ray Park is is Darth Maul like jumping around everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's Snake Eyes and a little kid like yeah. <laughs> you know outshines. Outshines like every fight scene with it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Such good stuff. Yeah. Totally worth it just for watching that scene. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's one other shot though that I have to bring up. Okay. Which which the engineer and I uh refer to this as 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 the broodiest shot in all of movies. Okay. You remember this? <laughs> oh man. It, it is so angsty. So it's the moment where we're like the Joseph Gordon Levitt Cobra Commander. Mind bender, mind bender right. thing dies, uh, <laughs> and like Channing Tatum Duke is at the funeral, right? So I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna describe the shot here. Okay, so we're, we're in a graveyard. Okay, in the rain. He's on a motorcycle, in a black leather jacket, with sunglasses on. <laughs> takes him off, and he has an eye scar. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much, so many layers of broodiness in that scene. Right. <laughs> it cracks me up every time. I was like, man, that's, that's laying it on thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll try and find pictures of that. God, I love that scene. I'm going to make that the wallpaper of my phone. Is there a crack of lightning behind him? Right. Probably. <laughs> all right. To close out, we've all saved our absolute favorite moment from an, eh, it's all right. Comic movie. First, if you like the show, you can check out all of our past episodes on YouTube and LetMeKnowHowItIs.com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Finally, if there's anything you'd like to hear Clifton, Tommy, Frank, and myself cover, be sure to leave a topic suggestion on Twitter or in the comments. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I. 
All right. Tommy, I'm going to go to you. What's your number one favorite moment from a uh, so-so movie? I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So sorry. You may have to come back to me. I was going to bring back the uh, the Twilight scene just because. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> just because. I, I, I'm sorry. Is it hit from the top half of the show? <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Okay. All right. Frank Clifton. All right. We talked about some of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 3, we talked about. I'm going to talk about another Spider-Man movie, and that's the Andrew Garfield, uh, Mark Webb, mm. Emma Stone movie. And like, I don't, I don't hate these movies by any means. I like them a lot more than other people like them. And right, uh, yeah. But me too. I'm with you. But yeah, like they're definitely they're not my favorite Spider-Man movies. And in the second one in particular, there's just one scene that has to do with the fight in Times Square with Electro. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a good fight scene. It's a good Spider-Man action sequence. Uh, it takes place in the middle of Times Square. But what it is that stands out about the scene to me is that that scene begins with uh, Peter and, and Gwen, uh, Andrew Garfield and, and Emma Stone, having a semi-argument, like a relationship argument, where she's talking about leaving, like going overseas. And then the threat happens, which is Electro, and he, you know, dons a Spider-Man suit, fights this whole battle. And as soon as the battle ends and she's safe, the first thing he does is goes right back into the conversation they were having and says, so you're leaving. And like, right. like it just picks right back up. Like this whole fight, like the whole thing, the only thing on his mind was the relationship thing. Like through yeah. this whole fight, like it didn't distract him. Like it was like, that was what was going on. And like, I really liked that because like we've talked about before about Spider-Man, like the personal relationships are the most important thing to Spider-Man and like the balance of the superheroes and the personal relationships. And I just thought that was a really good illustration of it. That like, that's the real, like that's the real conflict for Peter. Yeah, I'm with you. I think um, I like I like the second one also like a lot more than the first one. But like, yeah, I think I think I like those movies way more than than uh, what what is commonly heard out there. I mean, yeah, like I like Emma Stone in that movie a lot. I, right. th- I think they're yeah, I th- I, their chemistry really works to me. Yeah. You know. All right, Frank, what's yours? Um, My favorite. Well, I mean, the, the one that I thought of the most when I thought of like so-so or really not so good movies was and i talked about it before is the scene in the spirit <laughs> between <Okay. laughs> gabriel mock and sarah paulson when he goes to the hospital and i've talked about it before like it's the only scene in the entire thing that reads at all like a spirit will eisner scene mm. you know we've talked about the the frank miller at comic-con talking about directing talking about how we're going to a dark 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 place folks um <laughs> And it tries real hard to be dark, but the spirit doesn't really work when it's super, super dark because it's right. not really the spirit. But that scene in particular where it's flirty between the two of them and she's, you know, she's, she doesn't want him to go out as a spirit, but she wants to stay. You know, it's, it's a great back and forth between them. And then the movie tunes right back into being a bunch of crap. So that one to me is when I think of like, oh, it's such a gem. It's such a nice nugget. And it never, ever comes back to being like that tone or feel ever again in that movie. Okay. I am going to go with the uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil. <laughs> Pulling that one out. And okay. I'm going to say, so So this is the romantic in me coming out. Uh, the kiss scene. Okay. Right? When when uh, he kisses Electra for the first time. This, like, I love this scene where, like, he's outside and it's about to rain. 
And then she's like, oh, well, we should get inside. And he goes like, no, 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 no. Let's stay out here. Like, this is the first time, like, I'm going to actually get to like, like air quote, like see you. Right. right? And it's like, it's, it's by far also like the most capable, <laughs> like he is in the <laughs> entire movie is right. this scene. But I just like the idea of like the rain because it's hitting like every surface that's like within earshot of him. Like it, it sets off his radar in a way that he can essentially like see clearer than he ever can. Mm-hmm. You know, and then as a result, like he can kind of like project like what she looks like. Mm. I love this scene. I think it's a great scene. <laughs> I thought you see the deprivation tank scene. Uh oh yeah, he does sleep in water, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because sticks sticks not a thing in that movie. No. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Electronachios. I just remember like Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. <laughs> Which that was cool too. I, right. I was excited about that. I was like, man, he's going to be an awesome kingpin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but we got a good show out of it. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Good show came out. Yeah. All right. Okay. Be sure to tell us some of your favorite moments in some so so comic movies on Twitter and in the comments. As always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on letmenowhowitis.com. Please remember to like us and follow us on social media. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. 